I think it's really important to have these moments in our life where we actually do pause and reflect and we do think about and acknowledge the significance of a passing milestone. I do think there is importance in actually as the year comes to a close to to take a moment to reflect on the year that was and to also set an intention for the new year. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Imprint. I'm looking forward to sharing today's episode with you, especially if you're starting to feel a little bit exhausted and that you're really looking forward to the wind down at the end of the year and you really want to recharge your batteries. And I'm going to share with you today 10 ways that you can recharge before the new year even if you're staying at home. In Australia, so often we travel at this time of year. That's what we usually do personally as a family. This year, we're going to be staying at home. So we that's one of the reasons is because we're going to be going on a trip um, in late January. So um, we're going to be staying at home. My mum is also kind of come, she'll have probably visited already by the time this episode goes live. So I'm going to need to look and I've been thinking about ways to recharge at home because I think that for me and I don't know if you're like this too when I'm at home so often I can get into the mode of just looking at all the things that need to be done around the house and I have promised my children that we're going to do some little projects in their bedrooms because they could do with a little bit of love but um but I don't want to just be doing jobs around the house you know I really want to have some time to wind down over this period. And so these are some of the things that I'm going to be doing. And I thought I would share them with you in case you're looking for ideas or inspiration on ways that you can recharge at this time of the year. So the first idea that I want to share is that it's, I find it really helpful to reflect on the past year. Now I do this in a couple of ways. The first is that, um, and this is actually quite a fun way to do it, is that I create a family photo album. And I've been doing this for the past three or four years now, and I love it so much. I really enjoy um, taking that time out, looking at the photos, really creating something beautiful that all of us can look at, that we can sit around and look at together. So that is going to be one thing that I'm going to be doing. And I actually find that quite a creative act in a way. So, and it really feels quite nurturing because I know it's just for my family, not for anyone else, just for us to enjoy. As I used to always love as a child, looking back over photo albums, and I still do. And um, I think that's such a special thing. And I think it's, for me, it was a really great thing once I actually finally got those photos off my phone. And, um, you know, I still want to go back for some previous years that I haven't yet done. And uh, who knows, maybe this will be the year that I get the chance to do that. 
but also to reflect on the past year by way of journaling. I think that I actually was writing a little bit of an outline for a podcast about this and that helps me too. Um, And it was amazing because as I was writing it, I, I mean, I know this might sound very strange to say it, but I thought, oh my goodness, this was actually the year that my dad passed away. And I went to England at the start of the year. And it's been a really, really busy, intense year in many ways for many different reasons. And it just feels like that was so long ago. And I can't believe it was actually this year. And so I think it's so important that we actually take the time to reflect on, you know, what's happened this year and and kind of acknowledge those moments. And one of my daughters is, well, by the time this episode goes live, she will have had her class six graduation. And we were talking about because we all went as parents to there was an assembly and they got a certificate. And I'm the type of person that I often am forward looking. I'm always looking at the next thing, the next thing. And, you know, I don't tend to dwell on the past. I don't talk a lot about the past. I've got, you know, other people I know of, and they love to share stories about their family and the past and all of those things. And I don't tend to dwell there. Um, And, um, and so but I think it's really important to have these moments in our life where we actually do pause and reflect and we do, you know, think about and acknowledge the significance of a passing milestone. And I know that some people sort of, you know, tend to poo-poo the idea of like, oh, New Year's resolutions and, you know, what's it's just another day in the year. But I do think there is importance in actually as the year comes to a close to, to take a moment to reflect on the year that was and to also set an intention for the new year. So that is definitely one thing that I'm going to be, you know, spending some personal time reflecting on that. Um, and that's something that if you haven't done that yet, you might want to, to spend a moment doing that as well. The second idea that I want to share with you is to disconnect, to reconnect. So every year at this time of year, um, for probably about the past at least six years, if not longer, I have done a digital detox. So I am off Instagram, I'm off my computer, and generally we will go and travel as a family, we'll go in our caravan or go and stay somewhere. And so I am completely offline. Now this year is actually going to be a little bit different because this year we're going to be opening the showroom for Um, imprint house over the summer season because it's a very busy time in Byron Bay. And um, to be quite honest, we are taking this cautiously. So we at this point have decided not to get extra staff because we're really not sure where we are based is not a foot traffic area. And um, we just want to take a cautious approach to, you know, not like going full gangbusters and like going and hiring a whole bunch of people. And there might not actually be a huge amount of traffic. And so we're going to just play it by ear. This is going to be very much a test case. And, you know, this is something that I recommend a lot in business um, and life is that, you know, you, you can just try things, you know, see how something goes, test the waters, see what response you get and, Um, and react accordingly. So you're sort of making decisions based on data rather than just kind of guessing and thinking, well, you know, we think this is going to be amazing and 
Um, and you just don't know what the response is going to be. I know certainly when we were in a space called Neurobar Merchants, that was very busy over that period, but it was a different kind of space for any of you who have visited Byron Bay and know Neurobar. Um, and it's quite a destination. There's a little cafe, there's um, a deli, a restaurant. And so, you know, it's, it's becomes like a little hub that people like to tick off on their list. So it's going to be an interesting experience. So I will be, you know, setting very clear, you know, intentionality and boundaries with myself around technology, because I will still be to some degree in work mode. We will be taking a couple of weeks off at the end of January as a family. So it's just going to be a very different dynamic and it's going to be really interesting to see how that pans out. But definitely um, I will take a digital detox over some of that period, but I just don't know if it's probably not going to be the six weeks that I usually take off. So it's going to be an interesting time. But if you've never done a digital detox over this time of year, I would highly, highly recommend it. I find it really, I just feel so refreshed and relaxed and just re-energized after doing it. The third idea that I want to share with you is to really use this opportunity to reconnect with nature. So in Australia, it's really easy at this time of year to spend time outdoors. It is the height of summer. I can't wait to go to the beach, but for you, maybe, you know, it's going for walks in the forest, um, you know, maybe, and maybe also, and this is something that I'm going to be looking at is as a family, you know, what are some new walks we can do or what are some new beaches we can go to or explore or new places that we can go and spend some time in? I think, you know, it's so easy to just be in your regular rhythms and routines, but if you are spending the holidays at home, then, you know, try and sort of play tourist in your own town and sort of go and find and discover new things to do. The fourth idea that I wanted to share with you is really sort of take this opportunity to cultivate some mindfulness practices. So for me, I am definitely going to be re-engaging with meditation. Um, I might even take a nap, which is unheard of for me, but um, depending on what ends up panning out, doing things like yoga nidra, this is something that I have done this year just to, um, when I've needed those moments to really recharge and I've found that yoga nidra is a really helpful way to do this. And it's such a quick practice as well. Like it's basically, you just kind of lie down for 10 minutes and you just allow yourself to rest. And I find that I, I'm actually can ease into that so much better than trying to have a nap. When I sort of say, I'm going to have a nap, then I start to feel frustrated and stressed because I can't fall asleep easily. I'm not one of those people that can nap. I can't, I really struggle to switch off, but to do yoga nidra, I find it is so much easier to just, um, just go with the flow of like, I don't have to worry if I don't fall asleep. This is just about rest. It's not about sleep. And then also, you know, there are ways that maybe gardening or other ways to kind of just connect with mindfulness within, um, you know, daily rhythms and routines. The fifth idea is to look for ways to reconnect with creativity. And I know that I'm really looking forward to getting back into reading fiction books again. 
I have got Barbara King Solver's latest book, um, Demon Copperhead, and I'm really looking forward to reading that. I read her book, um, uh, Poisonwood Bible, a few years ago over summer and really love that. I, I just, I love those books where they really transport you to another place. And um, so, yeah, looking forward to getting back into reading books again. But for you, you know, maybe it's you want to start painting again or you want to do some ceramics. So, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to just embrace creative hobbies at this time of year. The sixth idea is looking for ways to connect with your community. There are different ways that you can do this. This year, I have actually um, created a small group mastermind with some other creative entrepreneurs in our area. And we have met up a few times. I only started it towards the end of the year. And I really have enjoyed that connection with other people who've got their own business and just sharing what's working, what's not working, um, you know, and ideas with each other. And I, I see that everyone has actually embraced these ideas in the last kind of um, couple of months. So it's really exciting to see that come into fruition as well. But also, um, you know, connecting with other people in our community. I think that when the school term is on, I think for those of you who've got children, you know, it's so easy to get kind of caught up in after school activities or just the school rhythm. And um, I know for us, we try to not overcommit on weekends. So we don't do a massive amount of socializing. We tend to have Saturday is a kind of chore day. And then Sunday is usually a beach day. And um, so I'm really looking forward to making connections again with people in our local community, having people over for lunch, but not in a stressful kind of way. Maybe even just saying, look, we're going to go to the beach. We're going to go um, and have a picnic. Do you want to come and join us? So just kind of creating those connections in the local community as well. Number seven is to kind of set, you know, realistic goals and constraints around what we're going to do around this time of year and for the coming year as well. And a great question that I have kind of been asking myself and, you know, I, um, I sort of, I'm sharing this with you because you might find it helpful too, is it's such a simple question, but it's what's an easy way to do this? And I think that, you know, sometimes we can really overcomplicate things. And so looking at, you know, what is an easier way to do this? How can we do this and make this simple or make this easy? And just using that question around this time of year to just make life easier. We just don't need to overcomplicate things. And um, I know that I kind of say this to my husband all the time because I think that sometimes he feels like he's got to do things a particular way. And I said, you know, just make it easy for yourself. Just do it X, Y, and Z way. You know, just make it easy for yourself. You know, just go and buy something, you know, go and buy lunch or I don't know, he will always prepare lunch if we go out or, you know, little things like that. Um, or just, you know, look for ways that you can make it easy for yourself. Um, maybe it's like taking the kids to the beach after school, you know, so that it's enjoyable for everyone, whatever it is for you. And then number the eighth idea is really about looking about ways to prioritize self-care. I think this sometimes can be challenging if you do have school age children and everyone is at home and it's like, oh my gosh, how on earth am I going to find time for myself? in amongst this. And again, this depends on the season of life that you're in. 
But fortunately, our children are now that little bit older. So I'm really looking forward to going, um, you know, I always go on morning walks with my husband, but maintaining that and, you know, maybe going for early morning surfs with him as well. I'm really looking forward to that. It gets very busy at the beaches um, over the summer period because we get lots of visitors in this area. So definitely looking to do that um, and just looking for ways to kind of create that self-care time in the day or the week. Um, I know that I'm definitely going to carve out some reading time. I never, ever sit on our sofa. Um, you know, the children are often there reading, but, you know, I think I'm actually going to carve out some sofa time over these holidays. Number nine is to, you know, maybe this is an opportunity to, to learn something new. You know, this it can be to engage in something new, to get your brain working in a different way can be a really great way to recharge because you're kind of firing different neural pathways. And so, you know, for the kids, we um, are looking to go to Japan at the end of January. So they are going to be learning Japanese and we're all going to be learning about Japanese culture and doing research. So we're really excited about that. I'm also really curious to explore. I've um, mentioned this, I'm not sure if the podcast is before or after this one, but um really looking forward to actually redecorating some areas of our home and doing it in a slightly different way. And I'm going to be trying out some ideas. So I'm really looking forward to doing that. Um, it's not necessarily learning something entirely new, but I'm going to approach it in a new way. And I'm really looking forward to that. And the 10th idea is to really plan for play and rest. And I know for myself, when it comes to this coming year, I'm always looking at, you know, how can I make this coming year great? And I know towards the second half of this year, um, some of the boundaries that I normally have in place have slipped. And so it's time for me to get back on track with that. And so I'm really looking forward to get carving out more time for that, for both play and rest in my life, because I know how important that is. So I'm just going to quickly run through them because there's quite a list here of the 10 ideas. So number one is to reflect on the past year. Number two is to disconnect, to reconnect. So consider a digital detox. Number three is to find inspiration in nature. So spend more time outdoors. Number four is to cultivate mindfulness practices. Um, for me, that's going to be re-engaging with meditation. Uh, number five, to embrace creative hobbies. I can't wait to start reading fiction books again. Number six is to connect with um, your local community. Number seven is to set realistic goals. Number eight is to make time for self-care. Number nine, to look to learn something new. And number 10 is to plan for play and rest. So I hope that um, this has really, you know, helped you think and be inspired of different ways that you can maybe recharge at this time of year, especially if you're spending it at home. And, um, you know, to know that you don't have to do all of these, but maybe there's just one or two that you think, you know what, I'm actually really going to do that at this time of year. And, um, you know, put them into play. As always, love to hear from you. Hope you found this episode valuable. Hope it's, you know, met you at a time and a place where you really needed to hear that. You know what? 
you can sort of make this time of year whatever you want it to be and you make it look and feel however you need for your life right now. So thank you so much for joining me today, for listening to this podcast, for all your kind words. And um, I look forward to connecting again with you soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton and you've been listening to Imprint. Imprint.